Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Give me your thing, Barry Gibb. Do it! So this is your uh, go-to love song, Drew? Valentine's Day? Share! How deep is your love? I figured we'd be getting Jay Giles' band. Love Stinks? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't I do that last year? Did we? Yeah, yeah. That's definitely my favorite love song. <laughs> There's no question this is not my favorite love song. Uh, but I found it interesting. I found it interesting because uh, one of the things I wanted to start off with, and happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Episode 97 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick and Drew back with you. Uh, for this Valentine's Day episode, a the little... most awkward holiday of the uh, well, it's really the, ama- the it's the amateur. It's like the New Year's Eve for couples, right? That so how that's how related? I look. at it. It's amateur hour. Like you don't need Valentine's Day to be romantic or to save it all up or whatever to give it. It's like I, I don't know. I'm not about. It's just did you do the quota? Like did you do the quota? That that's what it comes down to. Right with Valentine's Day. Right. You can't do nothing. No, you got to get the dinner give, and the flowers. You got to go with the something. minimal. It's it's but attention. Like, what's the level you got to get to? It's the whole day of attention. I had to wake up and give a message. It's you know the whole day of attention. You know it's that's, but it's just so fictitious because it's just like okay, here's the day. There it is. Here's the I day. I will say the one thing I'll give it credit for. It's well placed. On the calendar, sure. where there's kind of nothing a going on. They didn't it's, bother me in football. I'm not up season. against March Madness. Right, there's I'm not all, up against the playoff. They picked game the in middle football. of the worst month. It is be the like, listen, of the worst it's month. The middle of the week on the worst month of the year. Focus on your Do significant something. other Do for one son of a afternoon. Bitch. <laughs> you you give, lazy piece yes. of crap. So I'll give them credit. The place <clears> they did well. find the right. The, it didn't interfere with my summer plans. I there's just really. Did the, uh, the the every year I, I go to Produce Junction and, and stand sure. in that line for thirty minutes because everybody they're selling uh, flowers at like bucks. about twenty percent of what they're charging anywhere else. A- anywhere else, and uh, you stand in the, as all the other guys are standing. And you're looking yeah. around like you too. You I, waited till the last minute. Slum, yeah, and slumming a step <laughs> further. I've done that uh, line of shame at like a CVS. Okay, where where you know tomorrow it's going to be seventy five percent off everything you're buying right now at full price. Yep. But for some reason, your significant other can't wait till it's Friday morning instead of Thursday. The worst is the Mother's Day line because when you're in there like late in the day, yes. and then you feel like shame because oh, you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's three o'clock on Sunday, and I'm nah, in this line." Nah, because uh, ain't gonna happen. I got <laughs> you try to find a card. Yeah, at the it, but CBS that's the CVS. So line. I've experienced that. Yeah. Probably use the same joke when we talked about it on Mother's Day. <laughs> Quite <laughs> frankly, because it's exactly the it same. It is the thing. same feeling. It is it the is same the thing. thing, right? And you were kind of liable once you're in a relationship, and she's a mom for that too. 
You know what I mean? It's like Wait, Mother's say Day. That is again? A, Mother's Day is another Valentine's Day for your wife. Yes. Oh, yeah. When you're definitely. married, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. It's the same holiday, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you the, do the, the though, you do get Father's Day out of it, though. My, Father's Day is my birthday. Yeah. I do not get Father's I, I did, Day. I, did, I have been I, taken. I remember that list. Father's yeah. Day has been taken away from me. It has been permanent. But at least I do have it back to an extent that where I was a kid, I didn't have my birthday because it was also Father's Day. Oh, so, never thought of it like that. Yeah, it's a different, it's a different yeah, scenario. I still had to side. do what Dad wanted to do because it was still his Father's Day. So he still celebrated his day even if it was my day. And that wasn't mm. always bad because it usually involved baseball. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I'm not one. You've known me a long time. That's true. I'm I mean, Father's Day being the same day. A nice brunch golf, and baseball was, together. Yeah. was pretty pretty much all if I wanted to do If it was on Mother's anyway. Day, then you're really oh, yeah, that's all you're going to some brunch. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't even speak on Mother's Day. We just we just keep it quiet. He's got to deal with his own issue now because his, he's remarried and he's yeah. got a mom there. But um, start you off with Valentine's Day trivia, Nick. All right. Hundred years. I love these questions. I love these. I love these within a, you know, how mm-hmm. much does. Within a hundred years in either direction, what year was St. Valentine killed by Romans for conducting Christian marriages? Hmm. By the way, did you even know that that's what the holiday is for? I did. Okay. And, and, and as soon as you said, as soon as you said I got some Valentine's Day trivia, the two things I went to immediately were this. Or Valentine or, or the Valentine's Day Massacre. The Massacre. Right? <laughs> got that in geography history <laughs> for you. <laughs> really, that's why you can't do a whole quiz. I mean, I could do a whole love quiz. That's a, that's a different thing, though. And that's why I started with Bee Gees. Was that Bugs Moran's gang? That's what I was trying to think of. Who was the gang that... Yeah, uh, Capone knocked out. Yeah, he wasn't there. No, 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 no. No. But the best is some guy was interviewed, like, literally on his deathbed, who was riddled with bullet holes, and they said, who shot you? And his response was, I ain't been shot. Mm. And he bled to death in front of them when when he said that. He's riddled with, I ain't been shot. I like that attitude. All right, so for for, uh, St. Valentine, for his day... His Just year. a year. Within a hundred years, either direction. Yeah, I got the day. And I got a clue in there. Well, you're saying within a hundred years in either direction as if that makes it so easy. It does, it, but, but, but to the extent that I said, what day was St. Valentine killed by Romans for conducting Christian marriages? Yeah, so we know it's, we know it's post. It's Romans. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, when the Romans were around murdering Christians, try to take a guess. Yeah, I, I, my initial thought was going to be to guess 500, but... I want to say 400 seems a little early, so I'm going to go up to 600. I guess 600. You're too high. Too high? Too high. All right. Care to guess? Uh, well, the 400? <clears throat> 269. Oh, early, early. Oh, way off. Yeah, 269.80. So we've had Valentine's Jeez, I didn't even Day. Know that the, I didn't even know the Christians were that under the skin of the Romans that early. I, I thought it wasn't until... Well, you figure year Much zero later. was the first year they were starting to piss him off. <laughs> well, no, no, year one was Christ was born. Oh, well, so, there yeah, you go. I so mean, it wasn't until year, what, like 30, 40? Well, 33, they, they killed Christ, and then you go from there. But I didn't think that so it, it took two, a long time for the Christians to get some momentum going. Yeah, they, they were hiding for hundreds of years. It's so it was it was very early on for that to uh, It's impressive. Right. What do you got for me on Valentine's Day? One of the first. I wonder if he's the first sort of martyr post the apostles. Could be. Because that is a really early year. 269 is very early. Yep. Uh, okay, who is hosting? How about getting murdered for, like, conducting a marriage? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, get over it. How about killing Christ? What's wrong with Talking you? about people being nice to each other. Oh, <laughs> Speaking yeah. of peace. It's like, murder. He's talking about peace. <laughs> he's talking about peace. <laughs> Put him Kill him. Hang him. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> Uh, who is hosting the 2019 Academy Awards? Nobody. No one. It's all it's all random. This is what we've gotten to. Yep. Can't even get a host. Sounds Academy about right. <laughs> Nobody has a closet that's clean enough to do it, folks. I hope you're happy. As soon as somebody's under the microscope, that's it. I'm glad they're not bringing back Andy Samberg and Sandra Oh, who did the Golden Globes. Oh, my God. That was was the worst thing I ever saw. Who can even watch these things? They're unwatched. They're so bad, man. Well, the Grammys was watchable. Did you see the Grammys? Well, Grammys has performances. It has music. awesome this year. Yeah, but Grammys are mashups of artists you love. Doing short things that are interesting. Yeah, but they're normal. It's normally bad. If, I usually if, watch the Grammys and think if it's the bad. Oscars were the them acting out scenes on stage and they had like little play parts of like the movies, that'd be cool. Oh, speaking of that, the last time the Oscars didn't have a host, right, was thirty years ago. Okay, remember the Rob Lowe dances with Snow, Snow White. White <laughs> yeah, that was the, that that was was the, the year. One. Yeah. yeah, so, so we could be in for it. for some of those magic <laughs> yeah. moments, like a Sasha Baron Cohen appearance or something. Like yeah. That. Without a host, I, mean, I don't know what they're gonna, how they're going to pull it off. All right. Well, there you go. So the Academy Awards are, are uh, hosted by nobody. Um, on the general knowledge front, do you know what the largest part of the human brain is? The Abdullah Oblongata? <laughs> no. But that's fantastic. You just wanted to say Abdullah Oblongata, didn't you? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, the cerebrum. The cerebral cortex. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that's... A, the Adula Oblongata <laughs> is what uh, makes you feel like uh, sadness or something. Or uh, there's something with that joke, but there it's like I don't know what it is. maybe something's wrong with your Adula Oblongata. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best noise he makes as he tackles Colonel Sanders. He's I like how he calls him Colonel Sanders too. That's a very good. If you haven't seen Waterboy lately, folks, uh, go go back. You'll laugh. Maybe maybe you won't. Do you know the world's highest paid mu- uh, magician? The world of magic. Who is the world's highest paid? This was for 2018. I mean, I hope it's either Copperfield or Blaine or Angel. Like one of those three are like the names that I can name. If it's not. Well, I think it named three of the top four. If that helps you. But it's not. Not it's the one. one. Oh, no, no. It's one of those. Okay, guys. good. So you missed I, number two on the list of the top four, though. So you, you got one, three, and four. You Six missed number Roy, two. Are they magic or are they. They don't just, do it anymore. They're just tigers. No, they don't do it. They're magic. Oh, no, they do it. No, no. They just don't perform magic. Uh, okay. <laughs> so they're still doing it. <laughs> right. They're not performing magic anymore. Okay. Maybe magic to Siegfried, <laughs> but not the Roy anymore. You never know. Yeah, they're out of business. Out of business. With the white tiger. Didn't, like, the white tiger take one of their faces off or something? Yeah, that's what happened. Uh, yeah. Montecore. Montecore. So that's probably enough to get you to stop doing what you're doing. I'd retire to an island, too. Yeah, I've, had I've, I've had enough. I've had... Montecore. Haven't I had this conversation <laughs> with you? Whose face did Montecore tear off? We were in Vegas one time, and it was you and I and Angel. And we were deciding on what Blast show to go see. My crazy, one of and my I crazy redheaded see... girlfriends from Louisiana, for, for those of you yeah, referencing. Who don't know Angel. Yes. Anyway, we're, we're, we're there. The and, gem of them. And we're sure. going to a show, and we're deciding between what show to go to. And I wanted to go see Siegfried and Roy, yep. and you wanted to see George Carlin. Yes. And uh, I don't know that Angel, I think she wanted to see Blue Man Group. I think, she wanted, I think she wanted to see Blue Man Group and drink. <laughs> okay. So... It, it came down to you convincing me 
Dude, what's the difference? You've got your whole life to see Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> this might be the last chance we have to see George Carlin. It was. He was old. So we go to see George Carlin. A couple was... days later, Montecor chews the off his face. face was the last time and you George see... Carlin spent an hour talking about eating scabs. Scabs. It was, it was the, the worst, worst hour comedy. of comedy. He wasn't even I funny. Even stay awake he wasn't for even it. funny no, that night. Not the least. We, we actually got to the point where we looked at each other and we were like, bitch we about the world to, as we need, it is. We need to leave. <laughs> yeah. I paid comedi- for the attempt. Right. One of the greatest comedians of all time. And you could just tell it was not his night. He was there doing a podcast. He was was not, but it wasn't as interesting as our podcast, folks. It was far less. And Nick is right. The one theme that kept reoccurring the whole show was picking and eating eating and looking at scabs. Just horrible. Everything went back to that somehow. He did have one funny bit about how when he was a kid, like they didn't worry about germs because he literally like would go play in sewage. Yeah. He's like that. He's like, I might have been. He's like, we would bathe in sewage. Um, yeah, well, you're, you're you're definitely not wrong. So I should have let you see Montecore. I'm sure that uh, would have been. That's it. All right, so who's number one? Angel. I'm going to say Angel. Uh, it's also the punchline to George H.W. Bush's favorite joke. Oh, okay. So it's uh, Copperfield. Yeah, you got it. Copperfield. Copperfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's doubling anybody. I mean, he's yeah, making right. $60 I mean, he million dollars he still I, The only year. reason I said that was because it was not the obvious answer. But you figure Copperfield. Number two is Penn and Gillette. Oh, you know, but it, it's weird. I don't associate them with magic, even though I should. And, mm. and I apologize. And so I, Copperfield I, at $60 million, They're at $30 million. Blaine makes about 18 Chris They're Angel one of the few that 15. I really, really would Although Chris Angel's contract is up this year, so he might be getting. Well, I mean, point. Penn and Teller. Just, I mean, you would want to go see Penn and Teller. You know, you could go stay at Copperfield's uh, house. Like, well, he's it's got like, eleven like islands in the Bahamas. Oh man, it's called something K, and then Copperfield Bay. He named it after. Yeah, didn't he get in trouble? Like he was luring women there or something, and then uh, I don't know. And then somebody joked like, girlfriend. "Oh, he made those charges disappear." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was definitely something to that for sure. Um, all right, this is my last one of the uh, general knowledge, and we'll move on to some sports. Sounds good. PBS mm-hmm. created what kids game show in 1991 after it was discovered that one quarter of the country's kids could not identify Russia or the Pacific Ocean on a map? Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yes. I didn't know that was a PBS. Yeah, yeah. That was in response specifically to this dramatic decline in geography knowledge. Did that come before the computer game? Because wasn't uh, there a no. computer game? There was a computer was... game. But, but that was after it... the game show? No, the computer games? game was first. The computer, computer game, was, game first. was the late 80s. That's what started the franchise. But PBS adopted it to a TV show basically because they were like, we got to start making geography fun because people can't identify the Pacific Ocean on a map. Huh? And now it's a show on Netflix. Right? Yeah, and I was on the first season of it in yeah. 91. And it's funny. They came to my school, and what they did was they brought, they went to the class with these, uh, uh, you know, these producers, and they ran games. So they ran these, like, things, and then whoever was excelling and, you know, winning the games, like, everybody go around and name a state capital. And, like, if you ran out, you were out. So it was fun. And and I got chosen, and I went up against this other kid who was the smartest kid in my school. And when we got to the show, they split us onto two different shows, and it was, like, the greatest thing ever. And I got put with the hottest girl in my school who I was desperately in love with, and I got to spend the entire afternoon with her. I think we've told that story yes. before. I still think about it. <laughs> uh, someday. Once a year, folks, you'll get that story. <laughs> Alyssa Matlin, if you're out there, 
you are that girl. All right, so we'll switch to sports. She, by here. the way, is a the, professor uh, at like Rutgers or something. So it's not like she's out of the realm of possible for here in this. And her last name is still Matlin, so you never know. Shoot her an email. Of course, no, nah, of course, my girlfriend might hear this. Yeah, uh, be insanely offended by that comment. Who was the biggest Super Bowl underdog to win it? So going into the game, who was the biggest Super Bowl underdog to win it? Joe Namath. You got it. Got to be. Got to be. Super Bowl three, man. That was like the thing people don't realize about Super Bowl three was it, it wasn't a regular Super Bowl, right? It wasn't like, oh, here comes this tradition of Super Bowls. This has been off to a good start. It was almost like the first two Super Bowls were exhibition games, mm-hmm. right? And the leagues were so mismatched talent wise. It'd be like the NBA versus the ABA. Yeah, in, yeah, in a yeah final, the finals. In a one and, game and, final. But what happened was the first two games were so disproportionate, and the Green Bay Packers were so much better than the teams they played that when it got to Super Bowl three and they saw the Baltimore Colts playing the New York Jets, people were like, this is starting to get pathetic. It's like, who cares about this, this AFL league? Like, it's great. So we got one dominant team that's going up against a minor league team and is going to wipe the floor with them again. So I have a follow-up question for you, sure. then. Uh, before the merger of the NFL and the AFL, what was the Super Bowl record? What do you mean, what was the Super Bowl record? Like, how many did the NFL win and how many did the AFL win? 2-0. No, no, before the merger. Before the merger. Okay. So there was four Super Bowls before the merger. Oh, before the merger. Yeah, like okay. when the Jets won, they were still in the AFL. They weren't AF. They were in the AFC yet because right, but it was the, the Jets NFL. were the only one. Well, no, didn't the uh, before the merger? So you're saying I, I don't understand the question. All right, maybe I didn't ask it right, but um, let's see before the merger, what was the NFL AFL record in Super Bowls? So, so the first five Super Bowls, what first was, four, first four Super Bowls. Okay, so. Didn't Kansas City win Super Bowl four? You got it. So it was two and two. Two and two. Right. Okay. Which is crazy because you thought of how much more dominant the NFL was. Right, but the Jets turned the tide for that. And well, then, the Jets might have made that merger happen. I agree. That's, if the that's Jets why have lost the, that game, if they, then especially who knows if it was if the merger what they happened. said it was going to be, which was a bloodbath, mm-hmm. then it would have been no momentum for the merger. And it would have been like, this experiment's over. People think of the Colts as being in the AFC, but they were actually an NFL team. Like, inevitably, if the arena or if the Alliance of American Football succeeds, there will be a desire to play a exhibition game between the Alliance winner and an NFL team in the preseason. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, people would enjoy it. Yeah. So I, you know what I'm saying? It's fine to do as a preseason exhibition, but that, that's how those things happen. That's how, you know, leagues spread. So it's interesting. All right, moving on to sports. Uh, since you just bridged the gap there, this is my first sports question. Uh, what unified heavyweight champion of boxing will make his debut at Madison Square Garden June 1st, 2019? It's the big dude from England. I cannot accept that as an answer. Yeah, I don't but know if you put name. that on us. I mean, I don't know when you say Isn't it, it amazing that you know, don't know the undisputed unified heavyweight I, champion? I, I, I of talk the about it all the time. Yeah, it's crazy. His name is Anthony Joshua. Yeah, I, I asked a trivia question about Tyson Fury not too long ago. People sure. didn't. You know, he's he the number the, one contender, but he's not the champion. This he was the champion though before this guy. Yeah, yeah. Joshua took him down, and they want to see them fight, but the. Uh, they're gonna. This guy's playing, uh, fighting somebody else in the interim, but it's at Madison Square Garden, and that's where, you know, you start making the name for yourself. First fight in America, so it's a big deal. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope it's watchable. Boxing has just been so boring. I'm going. The, the whole coach is going. You should got, go. They should change the. We're all going. They should change the rules to make it where if you just 
played L- defensively. Wait, no, just where you know, if you play that Floyd Mayweather defensive style where you don't go out, you shouldn't, be lo- yeah, you shouldn't be losing points. Right. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, let's see. Oh, can you tell me the only tight end with 1,000 career postseason receiving yards? Rob Gronkowski? It's Gronk. Yeah, I mean. Gronk, 1,000 career. <laughs> if the answer isn't a Patriot at this point after basically a six- – Well, the funny thing is he missed that whole first dynasty. He I wasn't even part of it. He's part of the second dynasty. Right. He's part of the Edelman There was Gronk a whole other dynasty. There was a whole that. version one of this team that <laughs> yeah. we've had to suffer through. I've had to deal with this twice for 20 years now. Yeah, there was an eight-year dynasty. It's not fun that became anymore for me. They beat it out of me. Now I am much more interested in AAA because AAA, to me, has promise. It doesn't have a Tom Brady. There's not going to be a dominant guy because if a dominant guy ever comes on, he's going right to the NFL. Mm-hmm. So there will be no dominance. Find your team. Uh, um, all right, my last uh, sports question. We'll move on to some geography history. Mm-hmm. A streak stretching from 1991 until the... Uh, let's see. Uh, for for twenty seasons, twenty okay. years, so from ninety one to two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. What WWE superstar was twenty and zero at WrestleMania? The Undertaker. Yes. Why do I know that? I don't know why you know that. <laughs> I don't know the heavyweight champ. You don't know the heavyweight know champ, the but you know that the Undertaker. I, I didn't watch one had match. A perfect record for twenty years. Because when it ended, I think I just remember the state the, of boxing, folks. You've been <laughs> outdone by Vince McMahon. I, I think I remember when it ended or something. I don't know. Isn't that great? That was something that I remember. Isn't that great. The Undertaker, unbeatable in WrestleMania, twenty and zero. Cool. All right, I've got uh, some geography for you. Yeah. What act of nature significantly damaged the Washington Monument in 2011? What lightning act? strike? All right, seems like the most obvious. Seems like the most obvious. Giant right? phallic symbols standing straight into the air. No, no, I'm surprised I didn't know more about this. There was an earthquake. Really? Yes. And do you remember they closed the Washington Monument for a while? It was because of this earthquake, earthquake caused head? significant damage to it. I mean, if you look at that thing and you think earthquake. I mean, that does not look it's like... an obelisk. Yeah. It's a giant. It's giant. Yeah. It's like a... the weight of that thing. No, it does not look top. stable at all. No. And it's, they're still having problems with this. Like the, oh, the... sure. When you when you go watch any Planet of the Apes, the first thing you see is that thing in pieces on the ground. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like, like the first thing like that will go. Statue of Liberty or like if they're in the D.C. region. Like the torch is yeah, on the right. beach. Right. <laughs> the obelisk and is the in obelisk pieces. And the obelisk is in pieces on the right. ground. We, we saw what happened to the Colossus of Rose. It was a very good <laughs> idea. It did not last very long. They're like, you know, I'll, I'm going to ask that on a different quiz. But uh, how long the Colossus lasted? Stood? Right, it's not not as uh, as long as people would think. It's not like <laughs> one of those century things. Goes fast, folks. That's all I'm telling you. Um, okay, what Chicago resident Nick was the first to set up a soup kitchen during the Depression? First person to come up with the concept of a soup kitchen during the Depression. Chicago. Yeah, birthplace in Chicago. Soup kitchens obviously became in the a thirties. Sta- became a stable, uh, a, 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 a very important, a stable source of food for people in communities. That didn't have it. They were getting a daily soup. Uh, and All right. I have not much to go on here, but I will guess Sears. That's a great. You're right. Headquartered in Chicago. I, I'm thinking somewhere Al like. Al Capone. Oh, you know what? They always they seem to give back to the community. <laughs> I mean, that? biggest gangster ever invented a soup kitchen, bought out a store, and daily would feed everybody. It's, All day it's a long. funny thing about the gangsters. They seem to get everybody in the neighborhood <laughs> I mean, on their side, right? You know what I mean? So the government ain't didn't do it. 
Yeah, makes it. They were that's setting up a soup shop. That's the thing. You keep the people around you happy, and they've got no reason to turn on you. Right? Who's gonna rat him out? He fed me. The government didn't feed me. Government exactly. took my money. <laughs> Capone gave me that's carrots. Great. That's great. Isn't that a good question? Mm-hmm. Especially for Valentine's Day because the massacre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wanted to take my soup kitchen, Your Honor. All right, I got one more here for you. History, geography. Uh, what town in New York is home to the Clinton Correctional Facility where Richard Matt and David Sweat escaped in 2015? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Town in New York home to Clinton Correctional Facility where Richard Matt and David Sweat escaped in 2015. It's up in Buffalo area, like Niagara, like all the way up there, right? It, it? No, you're thinking it's on the other. It's like Plattsburgh. Plattsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like way the hell away from New York. I mean, it's as far away from New York City as you Yeah, it's 20 miles from Canada or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, right, That's right, where right, those right. guys escaped. They I went think to they, the woods in Canada. They tried to get to Canada. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they were only 20 makes miles. makes Canadians don't do anything to you. Nobody would even notice. <laughs> I don't know the name of it. There's a show on about on Yeah, I know. Ben Stiller, is he Yeah, he, he directed, directed it. it. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. I, oh, yeah? Okay, what's yeah, it called? Yeah, uh, Benicio Del Toro's in it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's called Escape from Danamora. Okay. Danamora is Danamora. the town. Yeah, no, I didn't know, but that's, that's a good one. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, uh, what's that, it on? Uh, what's it on? Netflix? Showtime. Oh, Showtime. Okay. Yeah, you'll like it. Yeah, I got a flight coming up, so I'm looking for some Netflix suggestions of stuff to, to get through. Uh, did you watch the Sebastian Maniscone? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I loved great. it. It was like Rocky Four to me, like where it was like the first two you're never going to top because right. there's just so much material. Like but I thought he took like a step back and then came back. Strong this at time, the end. Yeah, this time he took yeah, it this a step forward. I, I loved it. All right, let's move on to some entertainment and finish up today's uh, Quizzo Trivia podcast. Um, uh, Nick, what Motown legend was born? Stevland Hardaway Morris. Stevland Hardaway Morris. Sounds to me like Smokey Robinson. Right? That's, yeah. what, that's exactly what I guessed. I was like, Smokey Robinson. <laughs> Stevie Wonder. Oh, Stevie Wonder. Devlin Hardaway Morris, the greatest. It is, funny, it, I don't associate Stevie Wonder with Motown. Oh, he was. Yeah. Dude, just, I mean, early. He was yeah. album of the year, like all these times under Motown Records in the yeah. early 70s. He's probably the big. He was probably, oh, probably their, their biggest, biggest yeah. guy. Definitely the biggest guy. He just wasn't that 60s, like, you right. know, Shirelles and, like, you know, groups of whatever. Like, he was. That's what I, when I think of Motown. I think of that 60s. He was more Smokey like Marvin Robinson. Gaye and this. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, you know, Smokey Robinson was a bridge. He, he, he... Trying to think, like, my favorite Stevie Wonder record, right? Sir Duke. I don't know what album that is, but. Well, I that's love... on, uh, that's on, like. There's the so much I like. Aquarium of, of music. Some, some, the Musiquarium is what Sir Duke is on. That's my that's favorite love disc. song, by the way, is I Just Called to Say I Love You. Now, we've played it as an opener before, but when I play it. I play it with all those clips of those horrible phone calls, like Alec Baldwin and his daughter. And yeah, uh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's one of the best. And I almost played it today, but I just felt like being a little it nicer. Is, it is Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the album with uh, Boogie on Reggae Woman on. Oh, it's a great album. I, can't, I don't know why I can't think of the name of it. Drawing a blank. But anyway, that was Motown? Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm talking like I know these things, but uh, it's possible it is. It's possible it's not. Uh, I'm sure it's something we can look up pretty quickly, but I do think that uh, I just called to say I love you is a. Was All right, a I'll ask you a question. I'll look it up while you're okay. while you're working on it. Uh, what failed music festival has two documentaries out right now? One on Hulu <laughs> and one on Netflix. I love that there's competing documentaries on this train wreck. Um, it's uh, Firefly, right? 
or the, it's called the Fire Firefly. Festival. It's not Firefly, or, but f- you're fi- close. Fire Firefest. Yes, Firefest. Fire right. I was about to say Firefly Festival, but Firefest. Right. So, but spelled like with a Y. Uh, so yeah, this uh, scam artist who ran this uh, thing. Uh, did you see? So I was. I'm going to ask you this one back, and this uh, this will be a perfect uh, reply. Did you see what company? put out a fake advertisement for a festival using complete um, stock uh, video. Okay, one more time. So what company put out a fake advertisement for the Fire Festival using all stock video? Was it that F. Jerry company? No, it was actually Shutterstock, the company that makes stock video. Oh, yeah? They made a video for like a fake festival. And right. they basically produced a minute video of Firefly, but it was with all stock video. Oh, that's it's funny. like, hey, we can make a. <laughs> did you did you ever see the video for Fire Festival that they made? Yeah. Oh, okay. Crazy. It's, it was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, did you was... watch any of those documentaries? I haven't yet. But They're I, awesome. Yeah, I want to. I'm I'm very interested in seeing. They're that. both great, but it's disturbing. I mean, I watched the one. The one. I mean, I don't think is that disturbing. I mean, a bunch of rich kids got screwed out of a bad festival the first time they went. I mean, it wasn't like people's lives were in danger. I mean, they made. Yeah, and, and he clearly, the guy clearly was defrauding people. Sure, he was in over his head. I mean, it's like these these you know investors keep throwing money at him, and you know, he just it. he just kept trying to say thought he would save his ass and everything would work out, and when it didn't. And he went to jail for, what is he, six years or something? I'm not sure if it was six years or three years he went to jail, but he'll be back. (laughs) He'll be doing the next thing. I mean, I I wasn't sitting there watching those like, oh, my gosh, the horror. I was like, kind of like, oh, my God. (laughs) Poor guy's trying to do everything he can to save this freaking train wreck. But, uh. It is funny, man. They, they, they uh, you know, you go to a first year music festival, you don't know what you're getting. I mean, you I could have easily been us, dude. <laughs> 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 Many a times we were thinking like, about nightmare. Many a times we were thinking about doing the exact I also, same thing. I also didn't realize, like, yeah, how much actually goes into those th- where it's like, well, where ah! does everybody go to the bathroom? That's your sign. Wait, oh, water? Water? You guys want water? Oh, well, they're on the trucks there, and they want a hundred thousand dollars in taxes. In order to deliver this water, you're like, huh? What? Yeah. Wait till you see what they did to try to to, to get the water. <laughs> you gotta watch the you gotta watch the documentary, but you won't believe it. <laughs> Were they drone it? Uh, no, they sent like one of the gay guys over to uh, <laughs> pleasure the uh, guy in charge of the water. Did it work? It did. <laughs> they got the water. It did. <laughs> it did. Spoiler alert! <laughs> they got the water. Spoiler alert! I don't know. I don't know if it's really a spoiler. Oh, they got alert. the water. All I think right. people know about it because I saw somebody with a with a sign at a Duke game and right. it had a picture of the guy who got the saved water the day with the water. And the picture said, "Coach like Coach K going over to Zion Williams' house or something." I don't know. Oh, no. It was like something on Coach K of what he's got to do oh, no, to get these to oh, get these no, recruits. No, 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 no. But yeah. Oh, that's anyway. Brutal. Yeah, watch those documentaries. Oh my they're, they're god, phenomenal. Oh my god. That's just the worst thing I've ever heard. I can't let it end on that. Um, I'm going to let it end on this, Nick. Last one? Are we good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. All right, cool. Who plays lead guitar on the Weird Al parody of Money for Nothing used in his movie UHF? And for an extra 10 points, what television show does the song parody? Okay. You want it again? Yeah, I'm going to need... I'm looking for the guy who plays lead guitar... On the Money for Nothing parody that is done in UHF? Yes. Okay. 
I've seen UHF. So thirty five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen seen UHF. I don't think I don't think I've had a conversation about it since yeah, that I, saw day. Whatever. <laughs> I was nine. <laughs> I, I, uh, I vaguely remember something happening. With Weird Al and a... So, so I'm trying to piece together. And wasn't Kramer in that? Yes, he was. That was his big There was big a female in it. Of course, there lead. always is. And a, somehow an Al love story. UHF was a, is a network, right? It was like a yes, PBS-style like PBS thing that Al had to take over. Okay. But if you remember, he dozes off at one point and has a dream about a video. Uh, all right, so I, uh, my guess would be Eddie Van Halen. No. Okay. It's Mark Knopfler. Well, I was going to say that. So here's what happened. Uh, Al approached Dire Straits about doing a parody for Money for Nothing for his movie, and Knopfler said, I'll do it if I could play lead guitar on the actual thing so it sounds good and you don't have some asshole trying to play my riffs. So it's actually Knopfler doing the whole guitar track on the parody. Nice. Yep. And do you know what the parody is for? Oh, it's for a TV show? Yeah, what TV show? It's the extra 10 points. Is it a real TV show? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you don't want to guess, you don't even have to guess. You could just let the answer come to you. I'll guess. MTV, but is it like a... Is it an MTV show? No. It's not an MTV show? Nope. It's a very elaborate video and the whole thing, and it's all about a TV show. But it's... Freaking brilliant! Well, the the video, I think of the video, and it's all those guys like moving around refrigerators. Yeah, but it's also and... like them with neon playing at a concert, you know, and they're like, and it's yeah. they're like, but they have this with Al too. But instead of the guys, those guys are in this video too. But it's also clips from this television show, and and the whole song's about this TV show. This guy nails it. It's almost like it's the original guy. It's cooler knowing that it's actually him playing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Just trying to think of what TV show would have been worth parroting. Got about 15 was, seconds. Was it like 1990? Is that the right year yeah. for this? 88. Beverly Hillbillies? You got it. That's it. Episode 97 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, everybody. Happy Enjoy. Valentine's Day, everybody. Have a good one. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.